Good evening. This is Occult Reason, and I'm your host, The Ball of Roll of Talks. Well, I've been getting a whole lot of different um, suggestions as to what I should do with the show, and one of the things that I've been asked to do is to review a text that has been of interest, has been of topic for the longest time, uh, since it first initially came out, and this is the book, The Book of Citra Acra. And this book, even being the second core text of the Temple of the Black Light, it was written by NAA218. It is, an, it is a text that showcases their abilities to fully comprehend and discuss topics within the other side, as it is often translated as, and within the Kalipa. So, what is this book, anyway? Um, it is the second core text of the Temple of the Black Light, a group often known for being what you consider to be the Metal Order one of their major members was a member of a black of a death metal group called Dissection, and a large majority of the people who have ever wanted to be part of their order wanted to join because of that band. They weren't really interested in the occult as much as they should have been, but rather were more interested in just the metal aspect of it. And because of that, they closed their doors a long time ago. Good luck joining them now. Now then, this book, it has its merits and it has a whole lot of faults. It's pretty decently sized in comparison to the last one I reviewed. And I intend on giving it the fairest uh, judgment that I possibly can while at the same time bringing it to attention to everybody that it's not that bad. It could be a lot worse. Anywho, let's take a good look at it. First off, one of the most important points I can make about it is that they've actually given some meaning to the idea of the Kalipa. They've done their research, they've done some good work in actually trying to understand what it is, how it operates, and how a person can come into contact with these kinds of things. And the most important idea of it is, is that they're focusing on it from a perspective of not just to get staying away from Christianity, staying away from all that, trying to break away from all of it and all that bullshit. They expect you to already have that taken care of. They want you to become part of the void. They want you to become part of the original source. And this is an important point to make, especially in this kind of uh, work because various different factors to which, you know, one important point to make that I need to make is the fact that these ideas seem to be, they, they tend to have a more Eastern kind of thinking without having to really have any Eastern influences, um, especially when they talk about the dichotomy between e the thoughtful light and the thoughtless light and where the thoughtless light should be more focused upon. And this is an interesting concept, considering the fact that you have religions like Buddhism and Taoism, where you want to try to focus on meditation as a means of just blanking your mind and just becoming part of, you know, the essence of the world being, you know, uh, being nothingness and going back to the source of nothingness, being the uh, modus operandi of the Temple of the Black Light, this isn't an interesting thing to look into. This is especially a point that should be made for anyone who wants to study uh, Western thinking or just Western 
a left-hand path philosophy and doesn't want to get into Eastern philosophy yet is really interested in their ideas. So if there are people out there who are antinomian thinkers and aren't interested in Eastern philosophy, this is a good way to take a look at Eastern thinking without getting into Eastern traditions. Now then, these are the only good points I can really make about this book is how there are a lot of problems. First off, one of the most important points I need to make is they have a working knowledge as far as contemporary occultists have gone, meaning they don't have a truly deep understanding as to how the Kabbalah is written. They don't have a, they don't have a fully working knowledge of the Zohar. They don't understand the Bahir or any of these kind of texts. Um, they have a knowledge of Sabate Zavi and his what was it? His uh, student Nathan of Gaza, but that's about it. Um, it's they're scratching the surface of what they could be really working with, but they haven't gotten any farther than as they've even said it said in the introduction that uh, the, a large portion of what they work with comes from the Hermetic Order of the Golden Dawn. So because of that, they could have taken it a lot farther and did a lot more research into Kabbalah and the more nitty-gritty details of it and gotten and they could have gotten some really fine material from some of the some of the uh, more interesting authors especially the Castilian Gnostics from prior to the the uh, written text of Zohar they could have gotten a lot of interesting material there if they'd done the research Another point to make is that they just they just need to study more of the Kabbalah, like really that that's they need to. Most of the contemporary occultists, like from the Hermetic Order of the Golden Dawn, got their own text from Christian Kabbalists. Um, for example, uh, Mathers, uh, McGregor Mathers, ended up getting most of his book. It's like the Kabbalah Unveiled was supposed to have been a, a book that was it was supposed to have been a translation of the Kabbalah Danudata by Christian Nor von Rosenroth. It wasn't only 10% of it was actually translated. None of the Aramaic and only the Latin and only 10% of it. That is shit translation work, I have to admit. I mean, it's a big book, but you could have done better. And that's it, like the best work out of all of it. Like he might have been a Christian Kabbalist, like Rosenroth may have been. But most Christian Kabbalists were shit authors. Like most of them had no idea what... Kabbalah was. They had no interest in understanding the Jewish context of how a lot of that works. And it is, it tends to be the case in most of the Golden Dawn's work as well, because their understanding goes as far as uh, Christian Kabbalists understand. So it, under reading uh, more of the Kabbalah from the text from Jewish rabbis and thing, and people of similar stature, understanding where they're coming from is more important. And they needed, they could have really made things much more interesting if they drew from those sources. Um, specifically with the concept of the black light and talking about the uh, El Acher. I'm not even going to try to pronounce it as Hebrew tends to be because I'm um there's not in the I'm not in the in the physical ability to do so but um so I mean they could have done a lot with that um like even just with the dichotomy between as they say the El Acher and just the regular godhead 
you have, I mean, even in Zohar, you have not only just Yahweh, but you have Yahweh and Shekinah, the male and female principles of the Godhead. And this is often reflected uh, on the other side as Lilith and Samael being in a similar stature. This could have been something that could have been worked into their work. And this is an important point to make, especially in this, in the next point I'm end up making, is that they need to break away from medieval cultist concepts. They need to leave those old grimoires alone. Most of it's superstitious bullshit that doesn't even work in this day and age. And not only does it not work, but also at the same time, some of the rituals are so fucking complicated, it's retarded. And... This is this is important to make. They are trying to do their own thing. These the the Temple of the Black Lights trying to do their own thing, create their own mythos. And this is important in the case that they need to start developing more of their own material instead of having to rely on the age-old medieval works of old alchemists behind closed doors. I mean, that stuff is great for historical understanding, but it's not needed anymore. It's just superstitious nonsense. And this is extremely important for them because they are trying to be their own thing. They're trying to create their own uh, quote-unquote current. And this this is an important point to make. So, not only that, but also they take too many liberties with the material. Granted, it's a lot of chaos magic influence where they're taking in influences from different places. Like, Azerate is not exactly a concept. It's a concept they've created. And it's their own thing, but there are a lot of points where there is some, um, they, they take too many liberties with the Jewish material, and there's a certain point where if you take enough liberties, you're making it your own, but if you take too many, it shows ignorance. And this is an important point to make for any author, that if you're going to take influences, don't mess with them too much, because when you do, you lose authenticity. Um... But, you know, also, also one issue they have is their split focus on Judeo-Christian ideologies. And I mean Judeo and Christian ideologies. It's more or less kind of like a, a, a two-headed attack dog trying to go, go towards two different people at the same time. And it doesn't work. It's too complicated. If they're going to work with Hebrew concepts, they need to stick with Hebrew sources. They need to stick with the Zohar. They need to stick focus on trying to find Kabbalistic, real, true Jewish Kabbalistic texts and drawing influence from them. There are plenty out there. I guarantee you they'll find one or two that are worth drawing on. They don't have to use fucking Beelzebub. You don't have to use Moloch or any of these ideas. You don't have to draw from age-old medieval demonology anymore. You have the ability to create your own spirits to which they have shown that they have been able to find new things. And because of that, they need to focus on that and draw less away from medieval sources Christian sources, which are usually totally shit when it comes to this kind of stuff, they need to focus on what's most important, and that is just drawing away from Christian bullshit, medieval Christian bullshit specifically, and focus more on the Kabbalah and being able to draw from that. Now then, and this is one of my biggest issues with their work. They, Some of the descriptions they write 
read like death metal lyrics like they really do they it's a lack of true substance and value um in this case i'd say study more philosophy study just take some of these ideas these fantastic and amazing ideas like the thoughtless light and the black light and try to really think about how they can be represented in a philosophical way and don't give me descriptions about fire and dragons and bullshit don't give me that nonsense give me something i can work with something something i can truly use in my day-to-day -day life i can't take the imagery of dragon fire taking corpses and burning them away i can't take that and use it but I, what i can take is using it as a means of understanding that i can take and persevere towards the greatest obstacles and this is an important point to make for any author. Don't give people candy and just candy. Give them some substance, something they can work with. Give them practical meaning and values. Just give them practical ideas that they can adapt to in their day-to-day -day life. That is more important than any amount of flavor text you can give an individual within a book. And this is important to make for an author and of course, the last point would be animal sacrifice, because for fuck's sake, grow some balls. Don't, give yourself, give to your, give from yourself and not from an animal. Show that you've got some grapes. I mean, sure, killing off an animal is fine and all, but what's that say? It's the same thing as going up to a, going up to someone and trying to buy something from a store and saying hey look you know i don't have money but this guy right here right beside me he has money and he'll pay for it it doesn't mean the it doesn't mean the same thing and it won't you try to give your try to give your your sweetheart flowers and stuff from the from a third person perspective like try like for example go to your person's house or just go to them and have someone give them the flowers and candy instead of you it means something totally different it, just, just, you know, if you're going to do any level of sacrifice, do it of yourself. Show you've got some grapes. Show, you've, show you can actually give instead of just asking someone to give for you. It's about the same thing. But overall, overall as a book, it's an immature text. It needs work. It needs, uh, it needs substance. It needs... Uh, they need to study more on what's important and leave the old me old ways behind. If they're going to be their own group, they need to truly commit to being their own group and not uh, having to try and uh, adapt from the same sources everybody else is adapted from in the occult world. From a beginner's perspective, I would not even touch this with a 10-foot pole because you won't be able to fully work with it. I'd say work with something, uh, like I'd say work with... Um, any other group for at least a couple of years before touching the subject but it needs a lot more work before it can be taken seriously as a legit book but it is in fact the farthest i've ever seen anyone go and in regards to understanding the kalipa uh that being said um i'd say it's of the same quality level as, as uh, christian kabbalism i hope to see better work in the near future so this is this is Sabala for all the tots. Have a lovely day.